When you discovered the law of attraction, you started to believe anything was possible. Life got better, much better. Now you want more, but it's not working. That's where the Manifest It Now show comes in. If you've been waiting for someone who can teach you the practical application to manifest quicker and easier while having more, turn the volume up because the dynamic duo, Cassie Parks and Ginny Gain, are ready to teach you how to live the law of attraction like they do. It's time to laugh and learn. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Manifest It Now. I'm here with Cassie Parks. And I'm here with Ginny Gain. And we're going to talk about money and relationships today which is going to be so fun. So much stuff can come (laughs) up in this. So, um, but before we dive in, Cass, what are you excited about? Oh, I am excited about, oh, my nieces are coming and I just got to hang out with my brother. Um, We had a, we played in the pool for his birthday and it was just like so fun to just get to play. And so I'm just excited about that opportunity. I'm excited as always, about the pool and the opportunities that it brings. <laughs> That's awesome. Cass, what yeah. Cassie isn't telling you that she invited her brother over and also said, oh, can you help us do this work? <laughs> 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 Which I've totally uh, done to my brother, like comes over, oh, can you, can you put up this light fixture, please? Thank you. <laughs> I mean, technically, yeah. It was my other half that did that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> true, true. Uh, but which probably went over better, actually, because he was happy. He was, you know, because I have done that to him so many times and he had his friend with him and his friend's like, it's always something with you. <laughs> oh, that's funny. And I'm like, that's, it's been like five years, you guys. I've been very good about not doing that. <laughs> yeah. That's what brothers so, are for. Right. And I was telling Jenny, it was really actually cool because it was it took some thinking like we um, they helped us unroll these um, very heavy um, rolls of turf, recycled turf. And it's like the stuff they use in stadiums. So it's not just like super light like you would see at Home Depot. Um, And so, you know, he had to use his smarts and I got to see him, um, which just reminded me um, of just the opportunities that we have to see people differently to, you know, Mm. like I love him and he's amazing. And I hadn't, you know, got to see him like problem solving and doing that work. It's just not an opportunity that has presented itself. And so Mm -hmm. what it made me think was like, Oh, uh, it was a renewed, like, okay, I want to look at, I just want to open again to see everyone in my life with like new eyes of who they are now versus you know what old taking um, all the even past if it's positive. into them yeah 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 just I want to see them today so that mm-hmm. was also exciting to to just see him like that because I do love my baby brother yeah mm-hmm. that's cool well since we're on the topic of baby brothers I'm gonna be excited about my brother too because awesome he, he met a girl and I don't know if he's gonna listen to this or <laughs> <laughs> But I'm, I feel excited about this. You know, we've been, you know, going through, there's been a strong desire for years to find his person. And we've had a lot of coaching conversations and, you know, hey, Jen, well, how, how do I focus this? And this is happening. And how can I best do this? And so it's really awesome to see, to watch him have found his alignment in this area and then have that reflected to him so clearly. And he's saying things to me that are just 
super cool that like I know this is exactly the person for him right now and you know hey all our values just align it's so comfortable and I'm like yep that's what it feels like yep that's what it feels like so that that feels really exciting for me yay I'm so excited because we didn't even I mean I knew there was a girl a while ago like when it was very new but I'm so excited that I got to hear that too yeah me too All right, so let's start with, um, on our topic today, let's start in the area of Cassie's specialty of money stories. Yeah. Um, Okay. We have a lot to cover today, so we'll just get into it. So I always, I I discovered the money stories, and I always like to say this, um, after I started interviewing my clients, and I don't know what, it was inspiration, I do know what, prompted me to ask some sort of question like, what would you call your money story in the past? And when I started to hear the same words and basically the same name come up over and over again um, in the same types of people, I was like, oh, these are the default stories that we get before we consciously choose. They're just sort of the stories that are out there that we pick up from other people or we get from our parents, we get as part of society, we get from trying to be opposite of our parents and often swing too far the other way. <laughs> so I will quickly go over the, um, over them, but you can go to identify um, your money story.com and, or just go to cassieparks.com and you can like, you don't even have to put in your email. You can look at the stories and, and learn them. And so, um, we'll probably reference them. Um, the most important thing is not that you go into the story and like, really, yeah, this is so me. It's just that you use it as an awareness tool, right? Because it's what we really want is a place to create awareness. And that's what a money story does. And this is how it can help you with your partner is that once you see what your money story is and you see their money story, often when you, then when you notice a behavior or something that's going on with money that you don't love, the hope would be because you're aware like, oh, part of their story is playing out, you can be a little gentler and a little kinder and know that this is part of something that they just haven't shifted yet versus like, oh, they're trying to sabotage me which is how I think a lot of people yeah. feel when they get into these situations because sometimes we do the opposite, you know, people will do the opposite of what we want them to do and it seems like they're trying to sabotage us. So um, real quick, the money stories are survival. Um, this is the person who either has lots of money or no money. Like there's really no in between. Um, and so they start spending money. If they get extra money, they hot potato it. They try to get rid of it as fast as possible. Um there's just enough and this is the person that there's always just enough so if something breaks they know $300 extra is going to come in to fix it Um, but they also know like if they save $1,200 something's probably going to break so there's never like a really getting somewhere sort of feeling Um, but there is that it's less stressful than survival because it's just like oh yeah it's going to take care of itself but there's not going to be extra Um, There's Money Chaser, which at one point was my story. And this is that person who has probably joined more than three MLMs. They always have an idea of how to make money. And they're just always chasing that. So if your family's tired of hearing your money-making ideas, you're likely a money chaser. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, And then there is um, the Hot Mess. And this is a person who has never really had to worry about money. There's always been like a good money flow. And it's, they just haven't had to pay attention, right? Like it's, it's very neutral, but also they're not conscious. So 
it usually comes up. They're never trying to fix their money until like they stop and they look around and they're like, oh, I make a lot of money, but I don't have a lot to show for that. Or they sort of have that feeling Mm -hmm. or, um, you know, it can happen sometimes when, you know, it's just always been easy. So sometimes they find themselves in some debt and they don't know how that happened. Um, And it's just they've never had to be conscious of money. And then there's hold tight. And this is the person who does not want to let go of money. This is the person who will, um, my, one of my best stories, a favorite sounded weird to say, which is what I'm about to say. (laughs) Uh, When somebody was describing, you know, this to me was, you know, they like put, they slept on the floor for six months to save like $200 on a mattress. And And so it's like, because it's about saving the money, like that's really where the energy and the feel good comes from is that. Um, And so this person also might, you know, there might never be enough money in their bank account. They never feel like they have enough, even though they have a lot. Um, So that's really quick. You can go to identifyyourmoneystory.com if you want to get a little more in depth. But that'll give us a, a base to start to create some awareness and continue our conversation. So I think that's so important because like all of the topics Cass and I discussed, we always start with awareness. We're always talking about that. So awareness in this sense is becoming aware of where you are at in relationship to how you experience money, your relationship with money um, before you ever start to direct or change or, or do something else knowing where you're at is really empowering so that because as we talk about part of the the fun of creation is seeing your progress and knowing I've been here and now I'm here and so knowing where you're at having that awareness of where you're at uh, super important also tying it into our topic just like Cass said when you see your partner do something and they spent money on this thing that you're like what the heck why ever would they spend money on that and then you're like oh yeah that's where they are at they have that money story or maybe they have that money story going on all of a sudden it releases that blame that you're placing on them or that judgment and you're saying oh they are being who they are right mm-hmm. and so you're not you're immediately releasing the the judgment and the resistance which is opening up space to to actually then be able to get what you actually want yes so just giving you a little bit of that awareness and also when you see yourself do certain things you can understand why Mm. right um yeah so like if you put if um somebody has a money story of survival and you're a hold tight when they go out in the hot potato money, that is not going to feel good because you want to hold on as tight as possible to money and they just got rid of it as fast as possible. Right. <laughs> That's funny. I totally, I remember when I did this a couple years ago, I was the um, just enough person. Mm-hmm. And so, and it, it shows up so clearly. I'm sure you have so many examples of this cast, but like when you get the extra $200 and then, oh, I made an extra $200. And then you're like, oh, I got a flat tire and I need, it's a $200 for my tire. (laughs) (laughs) Like the money show up like exact. Um, But it's been fun as I was talking about the progression to watch that change over, over time as you become more conscious of this. So let's just clarify this is you will have a hundred percent power to change your money story. Yes. And your experience with money. Absolutely. Even if you've, haven't had any your whole life or you like whatever the situation is you have the power 
to have what you want. Your, your, your dreams, your financial dreams and desires are meant for you. They are possible. Yes. And you've probably heard me say this before, but like the amount of money you make or you have has no bearing on your story. Like your story is how you interact with money and how it flows to and from you. It is not about the amount. Like I have heard stories of people who, well, I've heard tons of like people who had millions and they lose it, like their survival, right? So mm-hmm. they they will yeah. make millions and then automatically lose it and like going back and forth for years. And I've heard stories of, you know, people that are in that spot, they make 30 grand a month and they can't make an $800 payment. Um, and it's because yeah. their story's playing out. It's not about the amount of money. It is about the the story and the beliefs and and the expression and the experience of that that's running through you. Mm-hmm. I think it, that's a really great example because it's so often we slip into more money will solve my problems. Yes, <laughs> and that's not the case, guys. It's the same thing. You it's the same as everything. You take your vibration with you. You take so or your story. You take it with you. No matter if it's going to be applied to one thousand, ten thousand, or hundred thousand, or a million. It you still have the same vibrational relationship with that money, with that experience. Absolutely. Yeah. And so your ideal is to go become aware of your story if you haven't. Like read through the stories, identify it for your partner, and just create that awareness so that we can start to move in to the next step, which is what's important to you. So it's identifying, <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> um, identifying what's important for you. So th- I think this is, I don't know. And you without your partner, just you. Yes. Thank you for clarifying. Because yeah. I was about to say, so often we want to just jump right into the together. And, but what yeah. that, what that generally means is we want them to be the exact same as me. Right. So yeah. Or we want them to decide and I don't want any responsibility. Uh, it can go both ways. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So really get clear, even if you think you're getting clear, if you want to take your, your relationship and your relationship as it, um, I don't know, the experience of money in your relationship to a different level, you want it to feel more peaceful, more calm, more abundant, whatever it is you want. If you want to take it to a new place, the first place to start is identify what's important to you. Even if you think that you know that, like write it down just take five minutes and write that down to make sure you're as clear as you think you are because I think that is one of the things that gets um, messed up is people think they know what they want um, and often what they think they want is based on what they think they should want not what they actually want Yeah. yeah so this can be things like do I like to save? How much do I like to save? How much do I like to have in reserve? How much, where do I like to spend my money? What is it? How do I like to feel when I'm spending my money? Um, what's the, I know different, like how much do I want to spend? What feels comfortable on, on house stuff? What feels comfortable on activities? Like how many times do I want to travel? I don't know if that's, getting that specific yet but how you how you like to spend your money how you how you like to feel um things like that I don't think you can get too specific what's important to you because if you can come with <laughs> there you go <laughs> this is what's important to me is I like to have a travel budget that feels like you know I can do whatever I want in any moment 
if right. it's I like to have this amount in savings, like a like I like to treat, you know, um, there's someone in my family we're having this discussion a couple weeks ago, and she's like five thousand, like five thousand is what I like to treat as zero, you know, and yeah. so you know she's like anything above that, like I don't care if we spend, but there and and she doesn't even she was like. I don't even understand why 5,000 is the number, but it's the number I feel like I can handle anything that would come up. And so that for her feels safe. And so that's what she, like, that's important to her. And all, whatever the answer is, is perfect and okay and valid. And it's the answer. It doesn't need justification or explanation. Like, it's just like, yeah, 5,000 is what feels good to me. Awesome. If what feels good to you is 1,000, awesome. Um, if it's, you know, a hundred thousand, like that's okay. The most important is to know what's important to you and the more specific and the clearer you can be about that, both about the numbers that if you do like to save, what do I like to have saved? Why do I like to have it saved? How do I like to spend my money? How do I like to allocate my money? What do I want to have available? Um, what do I want to have free reign to just spend money on? Like all of those are so important. And the more work you do up front, identifying what's important to you the easier the work is going to be when you do it with your partner yeah and I would just say the other element to once you've decided what's important to you is to fully own that so you have to feel in alignment with what you want like which means I'm confident that I want this and I can have it and we'll figure it out together before you go into that conversation or you're sharing that with your partner because if you go in with well I don't know or I'm unsure or can I really then that you're not going to get what you want because there's going to it's too confusing you're not going in with a solid um, vibration you're a solid energy right yeah and that that'll mess with the whole energy of of all of it yeah yeah um so next up we have and this is um this is really specific to relationships most of what we're saying you can apply um this one is really specific and it ties into what's important to you but I think it's the thing some people don't don't think about until they're in it and it's really like what are you comfortable with in terms of like equity and like are we putting in equal amounts are we keeping sharing sharing Mm -hmm. yeah you can talk more about this one Jen because I feel like you're really good well at I think that just just like understanding okay how what what's important to you about sharing mm-hmm. your monies and having that um, any ideas that you have or inclinations like some people are more comfortable um, having one person control the money some person some couples are are more comfortable having it open to everybody equal contribution budgeting this like there's so many different options about how you can do your financial life together some people totally separate and you're just contributing equally and that feels great mm-hmm. so um, maybe exploring all those what those different options might be and um, thinking about what feels best for you as what so it's this is still about you what's comfortable for you in a relationship or in the sharing of money yeah, and this can be one of those things that you can think about on your own and then you could come together with your partner and go, okay, what do you see are all of the options and possibilities, right? Yeah, like explore that, have that conversation. Yeah, because I, I tend to think that most people get, they have one way in their head, right? Or they have two ways, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we put it all in one and we split it by percentage or we just keep it separate, you know? And there's yeah. so mm-hmm. many different possibilities, like put 
talk about it and get all the possibilities on the table so you have the greatest probability of finding one that you love. Mm-hmm. And and I want to just bring in here um, because just this underlies everything in terms of relationships and talking about money because money can be such or finances can be can bring up so much between people if it's bringing up stress in any way between you and your partner it is so important that you get good with how you feel about it first because you don't want to be bringing in any limiting beliefs to the the exploration or these conversations that's what's going to create tension or that's what's going to create fights often disagreements um and so being really aware of how you feel about a certain subject is super important so that um and I think this is going to come up in our topic but say your partner does do something or say something that triggers you because you feel some limiting something, it's so important that you're able to express that to them in that moment, vulnerable. Instead, if you get defensive in your conversations with money, that's your stuff that they're hitting. And that's up to you to to shift or change or share. Often it's just sharing that and that helps dissolve it. Yes. It might have been a bit sidetracked. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I love it. So what we're saying is like bringing all, bring all of these possibilities and be aware and be aware every time you, you don't feel like you want to so that you can do your own work. Um, Mm-hmm. because that's really important. And so, you know, if you come up with all these possibilities for how to share your money and then you each go separate, like I wouldn't try and do this all in one moment. Um, we're going to get yeah. to this, but I would I would actually highly suggest if this is something you want to elevate to the next level or you're new to a relationship, right? Or maybe something shifted in the relationship and you're going to combine money or change money for the how it's been handled um, in the past is that give yourself a year to nail it. Mm. Like see it as a process. Like Jenny and I say all the time, I mean, we have a whole podcast on give it a year to grow into. Like this is a growth process. This is not, um, I love it. I had someone take Manifest 10K one time and, um, you know, she, she said it so clearly. She goes, it should be just adding and subtracting numbers. And when it wasn't, I just sort of <laughs> threw my hands up, right? And she's right. Like, it is just adding and subtracting numbers, but don't fool yourself into thinking that those numbers do not have emotion and energy and thoughts and beliefs behind them. Yes. And yeah. And so give yourself the space if you're starting this, like, okay, we have a year to get it where we want it right don't expect don't expect to start you know budgeting mid-july and have it perfect by the first of august like august is gonna flow perfect like just don't expect that because you're setting yourself up for failure and i think there's the two ways to like that you're giving yourself space in in terms of like your communication and interactions with your partner Mm -hmm. about it Mm -hmm. and how you're spending it so those conversations will get give yourself the space for them to get easier and easier um, and then what Cass is talking about, if you're budgeting like the, you know, okay, we hit our budgets or whatever in, in all these different times and they get better and better as the months go by. Yeah. And this is a learning process for both of you. 
Um, and so it's going, you're going to hit moments where you have to have conversation. You're going to make decisions and then someone's going to go against those decisions because their story is still there. And so you're going to come back Mm -hmm. and you're going to talk about it and you're going to feel through it. And the next time it's going to get better. And it's a process of getting better and not being perfect right away. I remember when I was like, you know, I wasn't really making any money in my business and I would have to have conversations with my partners and I'm like, you know, I'm contributing all I can to the, (laughs) to the house and, and, you know, they're wanting something else. And I used to get defensive because I'm like, oh, I feel bad. You know, I feel insecure that I'm not contributing as much. And they didn't have any of that going on in them. Right. (laughs) It was all in me. But that's what I brought, that insecurity is what I brought into the relationship. And having having that awareness is really important for then you to just share that. And then you can have an actual vulnerable conversation about, okay, so that's that. And, and I love you and let's move on. Yes. <laughs> and now let's get to the actual issue we're talking about. So that's what we're talking about in terms of like the practical and the emotional sides of it. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's so amazing when you have a conversation and you realize what all is in your head and what someone else has yeah. no feelings about. <laughs> yeah. And and really like understanding where your partner's coming from too. Like why do they want so much money in savings? Oh, well, it's because they had this experience and this is important to them as well for a multitude of other reasons. And so when you understand where your partner's coming from, it's so much easier to honor how they spend money or how, where they're coming from, period. This goes with everything, but specifically about money. Absolutely. Um, So we've kind of, we talked about, you know, getting to your stories, figuring out what's important to you, um, specific to couples, like deciding about this, like what, what you want in terms of who's contributing and and what you're comfortable with. Um, And so we want to remind you, like, everybody gets to win. It might not be today or it, it, it is a journey, but, like, every you get to get to the solution where everyone feels amazing and you're growing wealth and people are getting to invest money in the things that they want and the things that feel good to them. Like, there is a a solution I don't, I don't really want to call it a solution but there is a place there is a a way of doing experience. things experience thank you yeah. where everybody gets to feel good that is true yeah. and that's probably the most important everybody thing gets what they want yes yes that it's not like well if he gets this I don't get this exactly. or if I get this he doesn't get that or or whatnot I feel like that goes on a lot because very often couples like to spend money on different things yes <laughs> and that's so normal and and I do feel like there's so much more power in in not just getting into the dollars and saying okay well you spent this on this so I get to spend this on this like not doing it from that lackful place of like we have to make it even or that might be something you choose to do and you feel good about but just pay attention to how you're feeling when you're making these financial decisions. That will speak louder, as you know, than any words that you're saying is how you're feeling about the conversations, the decisions you're making about money and finances. Absolutely. Um, and so mm-hmm. kind of as the conclusion to all that, I just want to highlight, like, then it's your responsibility to do your work. 
So <laughs> when... And just wrap it up with it's all on you. Right. <laughs> this is a shared thing, but it comes back always to then you doing whatever work you need to do and not expecting yeah. someone else to fix it or change. It's your work and it's learning what you want, what you want to ask for, what you need, and and working through your own money stuff to get to this place that you want to be. Yeah. And I'll just also add in super quickly is you can manifest the abundant experience that you want to have financially with or without your partner's involvement. So don't let them be an you know excuse or distraction or holding you back. Um, Cass and I did a whole episode on this, like manifesting with with your partner or or without your partner, and mm-hmm. just own your power in this situation. Like you get to have your what you want, even if your partner you're not doing it with your partner. Like when you become abundant, that's what Cass is talking about. Like take responsibility. When you become abundant, your relationship will be your no. It's irrelevant sometimes of, not sometimes, all the time, of what your partner is thinking. They have to have their own experience, but you still get to have yours the way you want it. Yes. Um, The end. (laughs) Right, the end. Um, If you want evidence for that, go to Manifesting Success Stories and search um, how to manifest when my husband's a spender, when your husband's a spender. Um, Because I always love to point to that perfect evidence of that. So. Awesome. Have a great week, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Go be awesome. Thank you for joining us on the Manifest It Now show, where you learn how to leverage the law of attraction to manifest your dreams. Now that you're inspired, share the love and review us on iTunes. While you're there, remember to subscribe.